And when we arise to that call that God has upon our lives, we can go bigger, faster, farther than we ever can on our own. This is the When We Arise podcast for women ready for a jumpstart to get out of bed, out of our heads, and into a meaningful, rich life. I'm Talis Strube. I'm a believer, wife, mom of three, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. When We Arise is an intersection of faith and fitness that ignites the very presence of the Holy Spirit within us so that we can be a light to those around us. Here, we will share stories that spark positive momentum and joy. And because dance is such a powerful tool for how we experience joy, with each episode, I will share the newest addition to the When We Arise playlist and get us dancing into our lives to do amazing things with God when we arise. So this has been a really big week. And I um, realize you're probably not super familiar with how my voice actually sounds in real life, unless you know me, like mom, I know you're listening, so you're going to pick up on this, but I woke up this morning, the week that I launched this podcast and my voice is like trying to go out. Actually, when I woke up, I had no voice. This is like after some like warm, hot lemon and honey water. And I just, I was like, okay, well, today's not the day to record the next episode. And then I thought, you know what? No, I'm going to record anyway. One, because I just want to be authentic. And two, if this is like some sort of spiritual warfare and the enemy trying to get in my way of showing up, I'm not going to let it happen. So here I am. I might be clearing my throat and making some extra noises, but I really do feel like I have a story that is super powerful to me. And if it can be for you, then I want to share it today. So I, um, just shared this with the group of women that I meet with weekly, uh, to do live early morning dance party we call them sunrise sessions with God, which is amazing. Um, but before that, I think I'd only shared this story with like one other person, like my best friend and that's it. So I want to share this story with you because as I was telling it to this group of women that I know and I care about and I meet with weekly, I just started to feel like something was changing in me, like in real time, as I was saying it out loud, it was as if God was somehow restoring a piece of me. So here's the story. I was in fourth grade. I think I was probably about 10 years old. And my dance studio that I went to was participating in what our town called Dickens of a Christmas. So every year around the Christmas holiday, there would be this celebration on the town square where all of the storefront windows would be transformed into these beautiful Christmas vignettes. And the uh, dance studio uh, had one of the scenes in the window. And my dance teacher every year would select the fourth grade class to do this. So I was in fourth grade. It was my turn to participate And she would hold this little audition um, and 
even though we knew, you know, being in the fourth grade dance class, like you were going to get a part, she still had us do this audition. And then she would go around and tell each of the girls which part we had. So I was really excited. I had seen, you know, the, the girls ahead of me perform in the window in years prior. And I was like, okay, yay. So we do the auditions. And, um, I remember when she came around to tell us which parts we had, I was like one of the last ones. So I'm thinking, I couldn't even remember what parts were left. I'm just starting to think like, oh my gosh, am I like a tree in the back or, or what? And um, she came to me and said, Talis, you will be the angel. And I was just, I mean, I was 10 years old and to describe the level of honor I felt in this moment, I don't even have the words, but it was a solo part. And I was just so excited to go home and tell my mom, like I got the part of the angel and I was pumped. So, you know, we, finished class and I was walking out and this girl in my class, whom I honestly considered a friend, she came up to me and she's like, wow, you just think you're so cool. And I was like, the air was like sucked out of me in that moment. I was so blindsided from this high of like excitement, of feeling like honored to be chosen for this part and just looking forward to the experience of building this with my, my classmates and that she said that. And it, it just made me think like a lot differently about how I was seen by others. I went on to perform in the sh- in the window and it was fine and I and I did have a really good experience. But the reason why I tell this story is because I've actually thought about this very moment. That girl walking up to me and saying that so many times throughout my life. It usually happens as I look back cuz hindsight's 2020. When I'm close to doing something bigger or I just did something a little bit bold and then I want to shrink back. I can feel that weight of criticism or judgment and caring about what other people think as palpable sometimes as I did in that moment when she said that to me. And I wish I could say that I just like pulled my shoulders back as a little 10 year old girl and was like, Oh, well actually, yeah, I am cool. And so are you. And I just walked right out of there, like just the most confident person ever, but that's not what happened. It caused me to really second guess myself over and over and over as I went through these growth experiences. And I, I did want to be a leader um, and I, and I did become a leader in many ways and in, in many capacities, um, whether it was on a sports team or in a, you know, student organization in high school or college, you know, I still stepped into positions of leadership, but looking back, I did so with a lot less confidence because I let this idea of other people's thoughts and impressions of me which honestly, especially in the case of this other little girl in my class, 
were just coming from her insecurity and her jealousy or whatever she was experiencing in that moment. But I have allowed way too many times for those feelings from other people or even just my perception of what they might be thinking of me infiltrate my process of stepping into confidence and doing something bold. And so I think this week as I launched a podcast that I've thought about for a long time, like many, many, many months before I've actually done anything about it, this is a perfect story for me to revisit and share with you. And like I said, I feel like God is restoring something in me and reminding me to focus on how he sees me. That is what is important to remember, Talis, you are beautifully and wonderfully made. End of story. The thief of joy is comparison. We know that we've heard that, but sometimes it's really hard to live out. So I'm living it out and I'm trying to. And I just want you to know that if you're finding yourself thinking back to a moment similar to mine, that that is normal, but don't let it overcome you. It probably means actually that you're about to do something so in line for God's big plan for your life. Let it be an encouragement, not a fear and a reminder that you are amazing. And when we arise to that call that God has upon our lives, we can go bigger, faster, farther than we ever can on our own. So don't forget that. Here's the action step for today. Actually, I have two, one for you and one for somebody else. For you, sit or stand when you have a moment and just ask God, God, what is that little piece of me from childhood that needs to be restored, that needs to be put away and done with so that I can truly step in to your purpose for me, so that I can truly be a bright light and stop apologizing or shrinking back. And my second action step for all of us is to pay attention to the children in our lives. I have three kids and I think about how they see the world. And I think about that story of little Talis and I remember how vulnerable and impressionable I was. So these kids nurture them, remind them often how amazing they are because the world can be cruel. So we cannot shrink back and show them that they can't be big or they can't be too much or they can't be joyful when they get a lead part in something that they were hoping for. I love you and I am so appreciative that you're here. This is exciting. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the When We Arise podcast. Could you take just a few moments to head on over to iTunes and leave a review? I would so appreciate it. And now it is time for a dance break. Let's wake up, move that body, and get into our day. Have a good one.